0: Here we go again, Whew. Okay. Sometimes I go on this website called YouTube.com yeah. and read it.
1: Yes.
0: Tell you the worst thing about YouTube? Addiction. What, what? Addiction. Addiction. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Okay, second worst thing about YouTube? Ads. Yeah, ads, baby. <laughs> Those ads. And you know what? So how how many times have I clicked on a video to watch I'm like, oh so can you watch this? And then it comes up with this ad, and then you want you, you just you hobby your mouse over to the skip button and you're just waiting yep. time, <laughs> for <laughs> three. And those five seconds are like the <laughs> longest five seconds of your life. Like, like
1: yes. I'm so
0: freaking I just don't want to watch this ad. And then you finally click it and you move to the next one. And then it shows you an ad like halfway through the video, I'm just like
1: Yes.
0: Jesus help me be patient. <laughs> um, yeah. That happens to me oh, sometimes. Oh, sorry. Oh. You guys can just switch your mobile devices to silent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sometimes I come home and I want to make a recipe for dinner, and it says that I need to marinate something for 30 minutes, and I go, yeah, (laughs) so Ain't nobody got time for that. I want my food now. I ain't gonna marinate, I'll marinate for 30 seconds, how does that sound? Yeah. literally <laughs> what I do, I'll be like, is that enough? <laughs> yeah, alright, yeah, pour it yeah. <laughs> um, Sometimes when I drive my car, none of the other cars on the street are going very fast, and I have to wait. <laughs> Anyone experience that? It's called traffic. <laughs> um, I hate traffic. Anyone else hate traffic? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm. Actually, I don't mind traffic that much. Like, I'm pretty cool just like chilling, but traffic's not fun for anyone. Um, okay, sometimes when I go to the doctor's or to the RTA or something like that, it says I have to wait 20 minutes. And I go, no, I'm not going to do that. I don't want to wait 20 minutes. I want to see someone now. <laughs> sometimes when I watch a movie, Sometimes when I watch a movie, I realize I have to actually get up and put the DVD in the DVD player. But I don't want to do that. I want to just, I'm already on the couch. I'm pretty comfortable. I want to just go play and it plays. <laughs> That's what Netflix. I wanna do.
1: Netflix. Play. Yes, exactly. So we
0: only ever watch Netflix. As we, ever <laughs> we cannot be bothered to put a DVD in the thing. The bad system. That's
1: called lazy.
0: I have a problem guys. <laughs> Please pray for me. Um, sometimes when I need to fix something around the home it actually requires that I go to Bunnings to buy something and I can't actually use the items I currently have in my house, and I go, oh, I don't want to do that anymore. And I just let that thing be broken for the next three years. <laughs> when it would take five minutes to go to Bunnings, but I don't want to do that. Maybe if someone could deliver it to me, maybe if Bunnings had a delivery service, I'd pay for that. Yeah. I ain't going there. I don't know what I'm doing there. Um, sometimes when I meet with people and, and I talk to them about Jesus, I expect them to be changed from then on, but then they're not changed from then on, and I go, oh... What the heck? I'd like to meet with you again? Talk to you about Jesus again? I don't like that. I want you to be changed now. <laughs> Sometimes I think about planting my own herbs and vegetables, and then I realise that everything in the world takes six months to grow, and then you get like a little bit and then it's dead. And it's just like, I would much prefer to go to Woolworths and three dollars and have it right now, to be honest. Um, sometimes I want to buy something online but then I read the shipping time in over five business days and I go yeah no I can't wait that long I'm sorry and I will go buy something else that's uh, instant shipping (laughs) sometimes I feel like I want to improve my body but then I realize that it takes a lot of hard work every single day for a really long time I'm not gonna see any results for a very long time and I go yeah no I'm just gonna sit how I am right now. How I am right now. <laughs> Sometimes I want to make money with my own business, but then I'm surprised how long it actually takes to start making money when you start your own business. I just expect it to go buy a website, put a product on there and someone just buys it straight away, but it doesn't happen. And I don't know why. <laughs> Sometimes I want to eat food in the house. Wait, wait, sorry. Sometimes... Oh yeah. Sometimes I want to eat food, but everything in my house requires preparation. So I grab chips instead. Because yes! they're already there, a... <laughs> yes. and sometimes I want to create a masterpiece of my own creative genius, okay. but then I remember nothing worth having in life comes with little effort.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's my poem called Sometimes. Not really. Uh-huh. Um, <coughs> okay. What I'm trying to say with all that's <laughs> my intro. Engaged? You keen? <laughs> that's the point. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Okay, now we, we laugh at all that, right? Yeah, you guys laugh. That's good. That's good. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but no one laughed when you wrote that down. I would say, I don't know what I would say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, but honestly, how true is it that our generation, especially the younger generation, I think like the older people here are a lot better at this stuff than we are. We expect everything at the click of our fingers. We're super impatient and we're so used to, so used to having not to go through a process to get anything. Mm-hmm. You know that's what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like back in the day, even a hundred years ago, this is the first time in history ever that you can go to a supermarket and buy everything that you need. Beforehand, everyone was a farmer. Mm. Do you guys get that? <laughs> they would have gone out to the, their farm every day and be like, how are the crops growing today? Exactly the same as yesterday. <laughs> they haven't changed in months. <laughs> they haven't changed. Why well, doesn't look like it anyway? <laughs> Why is it so slow? That's what I'd be thinking. But they're just like, oh, it's normal. What are you talking about? <laughs> they don't have an appreciation for that. We don't. We're just like, I want of delivery right now. Like, if it's not in twenty minutes, I'll go do something else. 20. You know. Okay, I'm exaggerating, but you know what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah let yeah. oh. Okay. Right. <laughs> <I'm
1: hungry now. laughs> true, true. Um.
2: <laughs> the extra to send it. In oh. You can pay that Yeah. Wow. You can pay an extra $3 for you to get it like in 20 minutes. And if they don't
0: deliver it in 20 minutes, they give you a free pizza. Okay. Oh! Dream. <laughs> Taylor, thank you for you that too. Everyone's well, like, yeah, he can You don't get a free pizza every week. <laughs> not, not, not every forestall. night. I got a free pizza from Forest yeah. We have to admit that our generation is becoming less and less stoked with hearing words like patience and perseverance, right? There's I've never seen anyone go, hey, what's the answer to this question? Someone goes, oh, persevere and you just go, yeah, that's, that's exactly what I needed to hear. Thank you so much for that. No one wants to hear that. Everyone wants to go, oh, you believe in this? Just simply switch your belief system to this and you'll have everything you ever want. <laughs> in fact, all the testimonies we tell are like instant testimonies. We go, I was praying and then God just came in the room and just healed me. It's just like, what? what? That was so fast, I didn't even understand what you said. Whereas most people just pray consistently, year after year after year, and then something happens. But we like the testimonies where it's like, yeah, all I did was just switch my testimony to this. I read this one book and everything just went good in my life. We like the quick wins. We like the quick fixes. There is no room in our hearts sometimes for patience and perseverance. But you must (coughs) learn patience and perseverance. That's what I'm going to say tonight. Um, My big idea for tonight is we need to persevere with patience in order to see the kingdom... The kingdom of God manifests in our lives. You need to persevere in patience if you want to see the kingdom of God. If you do not persevere in patience, you will not see it. Just like you need to believe in order to see it manifest, you need both belief and perseverance. The two work hand in hand. And without one, you get none. Does that make sense? If you don't believe, you won't see it. If you don't persevere, you won't see it. Simple as that. Okay. Okay, I watched this video a few months ago on that website I mentioned before, youtube.com. Um, it was hilarious. It's called, as anyone ever seen this, it's called, How to make a $1500 sandwich in only six months. Has anyone seen that video? It's so funny. So this guy, he wants to make a chicken sandwich, and he makes everything from scratch. So he plants his own garden, he waits for the wheat to grow, he grows the lettuce, he he like ferments the pickles. He goes and murders the chicken by himself and has to pluck it and do all that stuff. He makes the sauce. He goes. He gets on a plane and goes to the ocean to get to get salt salt from the ocean. And come back. It's so funny. He got on a plane. He was very committed. Cost him fifteen hundred dollars for this one sandwich. And the last scene is like him eating it and he's like, yeah, it's all right. (laughs) Six months. Because, okay, how many chicken sandwiches have we had in our lives? Like, a lot. That's just like a standard go-to lunch, right? Because it's just like everything's usually just there in the fridge. But when you watch a video like that, you realize Mm. how much work and time things have to go to, go through, to actually get even a simple thing like a chicken sandwich. It just really makes you appreciate it. Mm. Um, Yeah. So my granddad, right, he started a business. I don't know how old he was, but he he actually owned a petrol station, like a, yeah, petrol station somewhere in Crow's Nest. So back in the day, if you wanted to start a business on your own, you would have to, this is before even you can get a loan from the bank. This is what I've, I've heard anyway. You would actually have to go to someone who had money. You'd have to know them somehow. You'd have to go to them and convince them to give you money. It wouldn't be like a bank loan. It'd be like, a friend or a family member or something like that, then you'd finally, after like convincing them to give you money, you'd start working and building and planning and then maybe like a year or two later, your business would start. Nowadays, if you wanna start a business, you just go online, you register the domain that you want, save that Instagram name, um, create a Facebook page and you need like a hundred bucks to do all that. Like, you know what I mean, it does nothing. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. And we're, and we're, we're so used to just that whole like, I want it now, I want it quick, I want it easy. And we look at a, uh, a business model like that, creating your own uh, petrol station, and we're like, I would never do that. And I'm totally like that. I'm like, that's the worst business model ever. <laughs> it's actually a really good business model because they're everywhere <laughs> and it really works. But, <laughs> but for my granddad, that's, that's the only path that he had. So those generations, they understood patience and perseverance way more than us. So we're going to have to work really, really hard as young people if we're going to learn patience and perseverance we are going to have to work much harder than previous generations if you want to learn how to embrace the process and learn that things don't, don't happen overnight there are no quick wins, there are no overnight successes they're all fake, but life isn't designed like that, everything that's worth having that's actually good takes a lot of hard work over a long period of time, you chat to anyone who's very successful and they'll tell you that exact thing they worked hard every single day seeing no results for a very 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 long time and then finally one day they saw it years later every success story goes like that that, that's worth hearing about anyway. <laughs> um, same with money, like, you guys, you guys know stats when people actually win the lottery? It's, they're, they're very alarming stats. Like, when someone wins the lottery, pe- people have done studies, like, you go and trace those people a few years later, you, a lot of them have filed for bankruptcy, I think it's like 90% have filed for bankruptcy within five years, because they've been given a whole sum of, like, growth in a moment and they didn't didn't know how to steward even a little bit of their money. So when they get given a huge amount of money, it completely destroys their lives. Because you didn't learn how to embrace the process of stewarding what what little bit you had to grow and to grow and to grow and to mature. And then the the big thing coming at once actually destroyed you. You need to learn patience and perseverance. Um, Quitters never win and winners never quit. You guys hear that hear that saying? It's so true. Quitters never win and winners never quit. Mm-hmm. If you want to go well in your life at anything, I'm not even just talking about like your relationship with God right now, you need to embrace this attitude, this mindset, this perspective. I will never, ever, ever, ever give up. No matter what happens to me no matter what happens to me, no matter what hits me tomorrow morning, no matter how I feel about God in a year's time, I will never give up. I am in this for the long run.
1: Mm.
0: A lot of people don't make it. (laughs) That's really sad. They start good. They start strong. They start on fire. They start really just like, I'm I'm walking this, I'm running this, and people are like, yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) But add five years to it. And how many people are left? Yeah, because ha- we don't learn patience and perseverance. Um, if you guys are looking for a mentor or a role model or someone to aspire to be like or to learn from, you want to you look for someone who understands this, who understands patience and perseverance and never giving up. Having a fighting mentality that says no matter what happens, no matter where, where all my money goes, what happens to my family, what happens to my job, whatever, I'm never stopping, I'm never quitting because I will get there in the end. Mm-hmm. You want someone to teach you who understands that. Because if, 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 if you've got someone trying to teach you who's trying to point you to quick wins, that doesn't sustain mm-hmm. you. It doesn't sustain you. Life doesn't work like that and that's very intentional by design. <clears throat> It's a two-part process. First, you want someone to get you to believe in yourself and to take responsibility for your own life. So, if you want to grow in any area of your life, in in health, in money, in relationship with God, anything, you believe in yourself that you can do it and you will do it, and you take responsibility for your own life, for your own actions. You want someone to point you in that direction. And secondly, you want someone who's gonna teach you to be okay with embracing a process. Our culture sucks at embracing a process. Our culture, like I've said a billion times already, (laughs) we do not embrace a process. We expect, I come to God, he set me free, I'm free forever. Thanks God. (laughs) Maybe for some people it happens like that. For most people in my experience, it doesn't. You're going to have to be okay with plodding along every single day, seeing zero result, feeling zero emotion that's encouraging you right now but knowing you're on the right path. Because mm. when you watch a plant grow, it doesn't move.
1: Unless you watch time-lapse?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. <laughs> if we had time-lapse eyes, we could maybe watch it, but we don't.
1: On YouTube.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that's <was> good, Cathy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm <laughs> No, that's fine, that's fine. Um, if you, if you watch a plant grow you're going to see nothing happen right and if, even if you measure it week by week you might see very little difference but if you go away for three months and you come back and say this plant at someone's house it's like whoa that thing was, that's gone huge what the heck but they're like oh has it I didn't even realise because it was like a little bit every single day moving in the right direction that you couldn't see but it was happening behind the scenes and then you look back in your life seeing how far you come and you go holy crap I actually used to think like that I used to be like that. You didn't realize you were growing, but you were. (laughs) That's how life works. You grow step by step, little bit by little bit. You can't see it sometimes. In fact, often you can't see it. In fact, maybe it's even normal that you don't see it. But you just keep going. You keep plodding away. You get strong. You find strength in your heart. And you walk that line. Day by day. Never giving up. The best things in life you must fight for. Think about the things that bring you the most joy, like relationships, right? Relationships are really hard at times. You're going to have to fight. If you want a good relationship with someone, even just a friendship, not even just like an intimate partner or whatever, even just a friendship, you're going to have to fight for them. You're going to have to hang out with them when it's not convenient for you. You're going to have to listen to their problems when you don't really want to listen to their problems. That's what builds a good friendship. And if you don't do that, then it's not a friendship. It's a convenient sort of hangout, you know what I mean? Friends stick by each other, friends have each other's backs. Friends are in it for your good, not just for their own convenience sake.
1: Mm.
0: It's hard work. Parenting. I'm not even a parent, I've seen it. <laughs> I bring it up all the time. It looks like really hard work. Can I get an Amen from the parents? Amen. Amen. <laughs> it looks like you work really, really hard for a very, very long time, mm. getting not a lot back. But then one day you have these adults and they can make their own decisions and walk through their own, their own way in life. That's amazing. And you have, and from what I, I, I'm not a parent, so I don't know, but from what I can see, what I can tell from what I'm hearing from people, it's one of the most joyful experiences of your life, your own children. Seeing your own children grow up. <laughs> Building a business, everyone wants a quick win, everyone wants a quick, like, like oh, I was gonna start this online business and have make, make, be making 100K by the end of next year. It's like, no, bro. <laughs> You, <laughs> you you, start, you build your foundations, you, you, you set your goals, you set your values, and you plot away that day after day, seeing no money come in for a very long time. Then you make a sale, then you get a bit more encouragement, then you grow this, then you grow this, and finally after five years, usually businesses take about four, five years to get to a point where you're actually like, making the same money as you were if you worked a job. <laughs> to be honest, that's the average. But that's satisfying because you built that. That was your vision and you dug deep, and you plotted away at it, and you built this thing. And it's something to be really proud of. Creating the body that you want. When you work hard at developing the body that you want, like losing the weight, like building muscle, like getting cut for sport, whatever. I don't care what it is. But it's something to be proud of. You have to work really, really hard, and if you stop working for even a little bit, your body goes back the other way, doesn't it? You don't just get to a point where you, just, you can rest the rest of your life. It's a continual thing. You have to keep working, keep working, keep working. That's why I have so much respect for those guys that just like... Some of them may be addicted to the gym. Yes, I get that. But, but those guys who work really, really hard. That, that's a spiritual thing they're doing there. They are learning perseverance like nothing else. Because like you, when you wake up at 5am and you, and, you, and you know you need to go to the gym, how many how you guys know you don't want to go every day my alarm goes off at five I don't want to get up <laughs> but I get up because I'm plotting away to day by day perseverance <clears throat> and what about loving people it's one of those joyous things I've ever done in my life loving other people but how, how many of you guys know it takes a really long time to love people to get into a place where they're actually like you, see, you finally see some results usually it takes months often years sometimes decades plot away at it keep going, keep going. Alright, some scripture. (laughs) Hebrews 6, 11 and 12. I like this. We want each of you to show this same diligence to the very end, so that what you may hope for may be fully realized. Fully realized. We do not want you to become lazy, but to imitate those who through faith And patience inherit what has been promised. We do not want you to become lazy but to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Faith and patience. Patience and faith. This Bible verse is saying I want you to go and find people who have got faith and patience and I want you to imitate them because those are the people who have imitated what has been promised. Sorry inherited what has been promised. Does that make sense mm. faith and patience patience faith. <laughs> they go together they're best friends they're twins um
2: jesus what verse was that day
0: hebrews 6 11, and 12. Sweet yeah death's highlight it's a good one <laughs> it's the only verse i've seen where faith and patience are in the same sentence um jesus so remember, I'm trying to answer this question. What do, you, what do you do when you don't see the kingdom of God manifest? What do you do when you, when you pray and you don't see an answer? What do you do when you give money and you don't see that you don't you don't reap what you expected? Or what do you do when you start a business and God's not blessing it? What do you do? What do you do? Part one, last week, believe. Part two, this week, persevere. I'm just repeating myself. I hope you guys get this. Alright. Tell you something cool, even the world knows what I'm preaching right now. The world has actually figured this out. The world actually knows if you want something, if you want to go for the success that you have in your heart, in your mind, in your dreams, you will need to learn this lesson. You, you will not find any, any mentor, any motivator, any coach out there that does not know how to embrace the process. There, there isn't any that are worth their weight. The world's figured it out, guys. How come we haven't? How come we try a method of prayer for a week and it doesn't work and we stop? How can we try listen to a preacher and it doesn't do it for us, so we go and find a new one? How can we try reading this passage from Scripture and it doesn't make sense the first time we read it, so we go and find a new one. It's a bit easier to understand. Where is the perseverance? Where is the patience? Where is the, I will never give up? I will get this. I will understand this. I will grow in this. I will become this. Where is that? Where's that guy? Where's that girl? Edmund Hillary, anyone know that name? You know him? New Zealander, you should know him. <laughs> um, he's a bee, he was a beekeeper from Auckland, New Zealand. Sounds pretty amazing, right? And, and they <laughs> beekeeper from Auckland, New Zealand. Well, it just so happens that this beekeeper was pretty interested in mountain climbing. And he was the first person in the world to climb Mount Everest. A beekeeper from New Zealand. New Zealand doesn't have very, very, many, very many people there. And this beekeeper was like, yeah, I can climb that Everest. <laughs> and you know what he did? <laughs> he tried it in 1951, and he failed. He didn't die, but he failed. He couldn't climb the whole thing, so he came back down. And then next year, he came back again. And you know what happened that time? He failed. <laughs> climbed it, couldn't make it, called it in, came back down, went home. Started preparing again. Came back the next year, climbed it, got to the top. Didn't give up didn't let it get to him, didn't let it get in his head, but you can't climb this, this is impossible, you're gonna die up here, all those thoughts, those are natural thoughts that are gonna happen in your mind, that's fear talking to you. The people that achieve the most amazing things on this this world, power through those thoughts anyway, with perseverance. They're okay with embracing the process and they just go. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I love those stories. Belief. He knew he he, he, could, he, knew he could do it. He set his mind on it. I can climb that mountain. No one's ever done it in history, but I will climb it. And perseverance, never giving up no matter how times you fail, that's the secret formula. If you guys want success in the area of your life right now, like think of an area in your life like that that you just want like breakthrough in or just success in. That's the formula. Belief, I will do it. Perseverance, I'm never gonna stop until I get there. That's actually all you need to hear. Mm. Anyone believe me?
1: <laughs>
0: it sounds too simple, doesn't it? it? Sounds like no, you've got to hit the market at the right time, you've got to get the right funding, you've got to get, you know, the right personal trainer, all these things that people say. No, you don't. You just believe, and then you go after it, and you do not stop until you get there. And if you don't get there, it's because you didn't do one of the two. I'm sorry to say. Okay, flip the Bibles open to Luke chapter 18. got your Bibles. I like this parable. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Okay. Verse 1. And he, that's Jesus, and he told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. So why is Jesus telling us this parable? Anyone? What?
1: faith and persevere.
0: Yes, and, and to always pray. He told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. So keep that in mind as, you re- as you're reading through this parable. You should always be praying. It shouldn't be like, oh, I've set, set my prayer time for Wednesday at 8pm. Doesn't have that. You are in a constant dialogue with him. You are constantly talking with him. It's an endless conversation. It's a relationship. You're hanging out with each other every single day. Mm-hmm. That's what prayer should be like. Jesus goes. You should always pray and you should never lose heart. All right. Verse two. He said, in a certain city, there was a judge who neither feared God nor respected man. So this guy is not a good guy. Just letting you know. <laughs> in man's eyes or in God's eyes. Verse 3, And there was a widow in that city who kept coming to him and saying, Give me justice against my adversary. For a while he refused, but afterward he said to himself, Though I neither fear God nor respect man, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will give her justice so that she will not beat me down by her continual coming. Lol. Verse 6, And the Lord said, Hear what the unrighteous judge says. And will not God give justice to his elect who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long over them? I tell you, he will give justice to them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of, the, when, when the son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Okay. Is God an unjust judge? Or is he a just judge? Just, just. just. You sure? Yes. Sure he's not unjust? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Passed the test. Good job. Yeah. So then why the heck is Jesus telling us this parable about an unjust judge? You guys ever wonder that? He tells this... He, this guy doesn't relate to God at all. And he goes, because of this parable, you should be praying and never losing heart. See, I find it quite funny that he did that. Because he could have he used this just judge in this example here to say, look... If you just keep persevering with the just judge you'll get what you want <laughs> but you use an un- unjust judge i think this is why i think he did that i think we think sorry <laughs> i think he thinks we think that just made it worse <laughs> okay <laughs> let me say this i reckon that as we consider <laughs> prayer we so often think of god as an unjust judge who we have to try and convinced to give us the justice that we want. I reckon Jesus is taking that and going, okay, even if that is true, if he is an unjust judge, even if he's a a bad dude, if God's a bad dude and you're praying to him, he's going to give you what you want just because you're annoying. (laughs) That's what he's saying. So even if God's bad and you're praying to this bad dude, because you are so annoying to him, he will give you what you want. But just so you know, God's actually a a just judge. He is a good judge. He's a good father. So if this annoying, sorry, if this bad dude judge man is, (laughs) if this bad dude judge man is going to give you what you want when you keep on asking, how much more a just judge? That's the point of the parable. Mm. How much more a good judge who actually wants to help you? A good judge would want to help someone who has been, had injustice done against them, right? That's what God is like. So how much more is he going to give you what you want if you just keep asking? Now you might say, why do I have to keep asking if he's a good judge? Hold your thoughts on that. We're going to get to that next week because I think the way we think about prayer is messed up, usually, (laughs) in the church. But next week, we're going to tackle it. And I want to show you that you don't persevere to try and get God to do something. You persevere because you believe he has done something and there's spiritual resistance against that I don't really understand how all that stuff works. But there's spiritual resistance against your prayer. I'm going to show you that in Daniel chapter 10 next week. There's spiritual resistance against your prayer and you persevere and persevere and persevere in faith, believing that what you say will come to pass and then it will happen. Believing that you have received it, that God has said yes, and then it will happen. But that's next week. So hold your thoughts on that. That's, a little, that's a little teaser, a little trailer. Um, Okay. <coughs> That last sentence, Jesus goes, Nevertheless, when the, son, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Will he? Will he find people that always pray and they never lose heart? Because I've almost never seen something like that. If people always pray, they very often lose heart. I've been through this for a while, so like usually it's okay praying for stuff like if you've got like a cold or something like that, it usually goes away pretty quickly. But when you've got chronic back pain, like I've had, I've had, I've had chronic back pain. I don't have it anymore, thank you, Jesus. But, like, I had it really bad for about four years. And I was praying every single day. And it drains you because it's an every single day thing. You're looking, you're hoping, you want to answer to prayer. And every day you wake up, oh, it's still there. So what are you going to do? Because most people are going to lose heart. Most people are going to give up. Most people are going to get tired. But you can't give up, guys. I don't have, I don't have any other way of saying it. You can't give up. I, I've been listening to this guy from... A, he's, he's Australian. He's, a, he's an awesome preacher. Kathy put me on to him, actually. His name's Chris Blackaby. And um, he... I heard his testimony today. It's actually insane. But he had this... He somehow got this really weird disease. Like, I've never heard anything like this, where his body wouldn't process food. It would just stay in him but then it would actually come out of his skin, out of the pores. So it was like really, really bad. Every doctor he went to, he said... After it was rotten. Sorry? After it was rotten. It was rot. Yeah, it would rot and then it would come out. So he would basically smell like poo all the time. Mm -hmm. He'd have a shower and smell like crap all the time. Mm -hmm. And he'd be in constant pain. He couldn't eat. He couldn't really chew food. It was horrific. He went to three different doctors and they said, you're the worst case I've ever seen They couldn't do a thing for him. He couldn't couldn't do a thing for him. This went on for a very long time. And he believed in God. He prayed every single day. He had his headphones in, listening to Bill Johnson and Kyrie Blake about healing every single day, believing, 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 and it didn't go away. So that's where people lose heart. So we expect to be gone by after six months, right? God, come on, what are you doing? Like six months? Are you serious? See, that mentality is you're trying to get God to do something. You need to persevere in prayer because there's spiritual warfare coming against you. You persevere in prayer. And he persevered. And he stayed with it. And it was hell on earth. Like, it was really horrible from what he was describing. And then one day, I can't explain this. I have no idea how this stuff works. But he went into the bath. as, Like, he had to have this, like, Epsom salt bath or something. Mm-hmm. And then he went into the bath and then just was praying to God, being like, God, just for the 10,000th for time, heal me, God. God, please help me. And for whatever reason, he just felt on his heart to stand up. He stood up and got completely knocked out by the spirit and woke up in the bathtub like however many minutes later and was completely healed. I can't explain that. I don't know why it happened that day. I have no idea. Don't ask me because I don't know. <laughs> do you know what I do know? Believe and persevere. Mm. But just prior to that time in the bath, he'd also had been approached at that dinner party that he says he yeah. was. Yeah. And I think that had such a big thing to do with it because after the number of years that he'd been sick, mm. he actually defended God completely to a table full of, old, um, like of ministers and pastors because they came to him and said to him, well, what do you think God's taught you through your sickness? Yeah. <clears throat> and that just blew his top off. And mm-hmm. he basically just went off saying, God didn't give me this. And then he I can't remember exactly what else he said mm. that, but I really feel like that had a lot I mean, I don't know. But it was a really <laughs> it, it was, was just amazing. a really amazing yeah way that he just I mean, God doesn't need defending, but he was in a
2: table full of pastors who actually believed wow that God had taught that sickness. him something through yeah. his sickness. Yeah. That's great. And by actually
1: being so adamant that mm. God didn't do this like he was, yeah he party uh, mm-hmm. yeah yeah I heard that too he said that I love that part Man yeah yeah for
0: sure and the thing is he was super angry at God the whole time because he was expecting mm-hmm. God to do something and God just wasn't doing it and even when he got healed <coughs> he was so angry still at God because it was just like God why'd you wait for so many years you know I mean just so bitter <laughs> had a bad perspective about him but still persevered believing in prayer and got healed mm-hmm. um Yeah. Yeah, so next week we're gonna get into more the practicality of how prayer actually works, at least from what my understanding of it, because it is pretty complex. But yeah, next week. Um, (laughs) Faith and patience work together by you speaking out loud what you want to see to come to pass. That makes sense. You speak out loud what you want to see. I will do this. I am going here. I am this and he has done this in my life. You say stuff like that. You speak it out loud. That's the faith. Believe in your heart, confess with your mouth and you'll be saved, right? That's the process. That's what faith looks like. Believe in your heart, speak it with your mouth. And then, in your waiting, you hold on to your confession that you did say until you see exactly what you said physically manifest in your life. You don't settle. You don't go, I'm praying for this cancer to leave and it goes from stage four to stage three. You don't stop there. You said cancer leave, remember? Mm. You said cancer, die and never come back. So you keep going. You don't go, oh God's moved already, thank you God. No, you said cancer, leave. And so you keep going until you see cancer completely left. Does that make sense? Mm. Don't settle. We, we, we look for any opportunity to go, oh, look, God, these answered my prayer. Thank you, God. And I was like, no, you didn't ask for that. You said, I want this. Don't settle for 10% of that answered prayer. You go to you see 100. That's what Jesus would do. <laughs> this could be in prayer, this could be in healing, could be in seeking more of God, seeking revelation. Anything that you want from the kingdom of God that, or that you want more of, you just have to use faith and perseverance. Anything from the kingdom of God that you want more of, you must use both faith and perseverance. You persevere because you know truth revealed, truth was revealed through, through Jesus, so that anything on earth... Wait, let me say this right. Uh, um, okay, yeah. You persevere because you already know the truth that's revealed through Jesus, so that anything on earth that is not as it is in heaven which is lots of things, has to go. Mm. So anything in this, on this earth that you see that's not in heaven, that has to go. His disciples say to Jesus, Lord, teach us how to pray. And He goes, Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Is there sickness in heaven? No. no. Are demons in heaven? No. no. Poverty in heaven? No. no. Depression in heaven? No. Mm. You keep going until you see heaven come here. That's what you do. Mm. And you never give up until you see exactly what you want. Jesus. It's mm. good. How about death? Is there death in heaven? No. Interesting.
1: <coughs> no tears.
0: No tears. Maybe there's tears of joy, I don't know. <laughs> I like tears of joy. <laughs> um, no exceptions, no ifs, no buts, no maybes. Faith and patience, that's all it takes. You guys know what I'm saying? Yeah, baby. You guys enjoying this, or it's just like, yeah, I get it. No, it's good no, wait, wait, wait. I'm saying it a billion times so you get it and you don't forget it. We <laughs> a billion times. Sorry. We need it a billion
1: times.
0: Yes, And you know why? It's my very next point. <laughs> Trials. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Trials. Trials are going to come. Especially when you start walking in faith. You guys know what I'm saying? Can I get an Amen on that? I Anyone know. experience that? Yes. You start walking in faith, you start speaking out what you want to see come to pass, you start praying to God, what happens? Trials. Mm. Every single time. I've never seen a smooth sailing. <laughs> I spoke it, I believed it, it just came about. Thank you, Jesus. And I move on in my life. <laughs> it never goes like that. Does it ever go like that? Mm-hmm. Maybe one in the, one in a hundred. The enemy is terrified that you're going to understand faith and patience. (laughs) Terrified. So, either he'll go after faith or patience or both. He'll get you to not believe and give up really easily. And then then you'll be super ineffective because you won't have any of the kingdom of God coming into your life. There's a reason why this is so hard to do. Like, there's a reason why you don't want to hear this about patience and perseverance. It's hard. I actually I actually think personally I think perseverance is probably even harder than faith. Because I feel like I can start in faith. But keeping it going six months?
1: Mm-hmm. A
0: year? Three years? Five years down the track? That's hard. There's a reason it's hard. You are getting attacked. You are getting resisted. Your faith is being resisted. I don't know how that stuff works, but that's how, that's, that's what happens. Your faith gets resisted. <clears throat> the enemy knows that faith and patience is all it takes to unleash the kingdom of God. Do you think he knows that? Mm-hmm. Do you think he studies this Bible and memorizes it? Yeah. He knows it better than you. He knows that all you need to do is believe and then wait it out <laughs> and keep on believing. So he'll, he'll come at you, he'll try and change your theology and go, oh, you know what, actually I, it, this should have happened by this point so far so I'm going to change my theology he'll do he's, he's the one designing that to happen he's the one trying to get you to go oh I don't know about this changing all the time so you never actually ground it you never actually put your foot on the ground and said this is what I believe it says it I believe it I'm going for it he'll get you to go do you think that's right though because like Hebrews chapter 4 says blah blah blah, blah. He'll, he's the one doing that <laughs> Jesus But if you are able to withstand the storm, withstand the trial, a humongous perseverance will be built into your character. And the trial will actually make you, this is what the Bible says, perfect and complete. See, the enemy intends the trial to destroy you, and he actually gets a pretty good success rate with that. Most people give up. Most people stop believing. Most people turn away from God. If they don't see it happen the way they want it to happen. It's a pretty effective strategy, 10 trials. (laughs) But if you can withstand the storm, you don't have to defeat the storm, you have to just withstand it. Your house just has to last however long the storm's gonna be there for without getting swept away. Your foundation has to be rock solid. If you can withstand it, in built into your character after that event will will be a humongous sense of perseverance and patience. Humongous. It will make you so much stronger. That's why, like, you see in Acts, they get beaten and they start dancing. They have a perspective on trials and resistance against them and how much it builds their faith, builds their character, builds them into the image of Christ. <coughs> James 1, 2-4 says, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces Perseverance. And let perseverance have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Anyone ever met anyone perfect and complete, lacking in nothing? Just Jesus. Just Jesus. (laughs) There you go, so you have met him then. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how you get there? You rejoice in trials as your faith is tested and you let perseverance complete its work. Sound the other way. It's the only, sorry, it's the only way. (laughs) There is no other way. (laughs) (laughs) Romans three, sorry, Romans five, three to five. We also glory in our sufferings. People hate this verse. You can tell why. We also glory in our sufferings. Who glories in their sufferings? No one, except people who have an amazing perspective on life, which is very few. It's the narrow path I've found. We also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Because you suffered, it w- if, you, if you have the right perspective on this, on suffering, on the trial coming against you, it will produce a new perseverance, which act- will actually will produce a new character. And character is the most important attribute about someone. When you meet someone you know they have good character, you can fully trust them. Mm. You can tell immediately. Character is not something that's earned easily either. It's, it's usually a grueling process over time. And then character, hope. Hope is, hope, is, hope is energy, hope is life. You need hope. If you don't have hope, you die. <laughs> hope will follow you around and give you breath and fresh air, something to look forward to, something to chase after every single day. If you don't have hope, you don't get out of bed. Do you guys know that? Why would you get out of bed if you don't have hope? <laughs> hope keeps you going. So through the suffering, you glory in it because it's producing in your perseverance which producing a new character, which is making you filled with hope. And hope will never put you to shame. Jesus. It will, ma- it will make you a better person if you can have the right perspective. Make sure you never, ever, ever give up. If you just hold on. Honestly, guys, every day I try and practice this. Every day I wake up and I feed my mind and I keep myself in the truth of what I believe. Every day I plug into something, I have truth coming into my ears. I have something that's building me up, keeping me going, keeping my eyes fixed. Because if I take it out and I stop reading the Word or I stop listening to podcasts or whatever, I just slowly but naturally shift back the other way and start walking back that way. Every single time. Without exception. I surround myself with people that are building me up, keeping me going, keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus. My eyes fixed on the goal, on the prize. If you're a professional athlete going for the top title are you going to surround yourself with people saying that you can't do it no you won't be able to do it that way <laughs> you'll start to believe them actually mm. you surround yourself with people that believe in you and they're on the same journey mm. with you you'd be surprised how many of your thoughts are actually from the people that you surround yourself with mm. unfortunately that is actually how it works <laughs> maybe even fortunately fortunately <laughs> yeah because mm. you, you can choose most of the time people that you can hang around with
1: mm.
0: other people around you building you up Keeping you going, keeping you focused. Because you might be in a good spot right now, but you won't last. Unless you have constant truth coming into your mind, you will not last. The entire stream of the river of life is going this way, and you're trying to walk, go, swim back that way. Good luck, unless you have some sort of something giving you energy. <laughs> you'll just naturally, if you'll get tired, you'll just drift back into the flow of life. That's how it works. Jesus. To keep yourself in Jesus, you'll need to constantly and consistently keep your mind in the place of hearing and remembering the word of God. Oh yeah, this is awesome. So I got a friend, his name's Tom. And um, he he comes from a broken family where his mom and dad got divorced when he was like, I think he was like 10 or something like that. He was quite young. (coughs) And his mum is like his role model. He still lives with his mom. They're like, they're best friends. It's an amazing relationship. And she started speaking. As soon as like their family fell apart and things went sort of started going bad, she started speaking strongly stuff that she wanted to see happen. She said, I'm gonna own my own car one day. She started with that. She didn't have a car. She had no money, they had no way to live. It was just a bad situation. And then she said, and uh, and one day I'm going to own my own house. And then she, she kept going and then she, she got a car like, I don't know, five years ago, something like that. And it was just like a long, it's a lifelong dream fulfilled. She got the car, she spoke it, she saw it, she never let it go. And then last year in the middle of Sydney, <laughs> she bought a house, oh. a single mother. Yeah. <clears throat> and, and my friend Tom, he's a builder, so he, he's doing up the house for her, like the whole thing. He's amazing. <laughs> she bought the house and he almost burst into tears when he found out because she was speaking it for 17 years straight. He's Why 27 now. That's
1: amazing.
0: 17 years.
1: Mm.
0: Sometimes it takes a long time, <laughs> but she didn't give up. She spoke it and now she has a house in Sydney <clears throat> and she's a single mother. <laughs> How did she do that? Even, like, couples can, can't even afford houses in, in Sydney. And a single mum did it. That's amazing. She believed and she persevered. Um, all right, survey for you guys. Put your hand up if you want to be a true disciple of Jesus.
1: Not, not a fake one, a true
0: one. <laughs> Don't hate when people do this crap to you. Like, what are you about to read out now? <laughs> okay. A true one, not a fake one like Judas. Um, Jesus says in John eight thirty one thirty two, 32, if you abide in my word, which means live inside of my word, or another, another translation of that is, hold to my teaching. If you hold to my teaching, you are truly my disciples. If you hold to my teaching, do you guys hear what I'm saying? Are you laughing at Jules scratching his back? <laughs> uh, so the animal noises from the back <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, man. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> <Jules> out. Sorry, like, <laughs> so you, you just confuse the people in the recording. And they're like, oh, I wanted to see that. <laughs> so, guys. guys. Um, let me read it again John 8, 31, 32. If you hold to my teaching, if you hold to my teaching, if you hold to my teaching, then you are truly my disciples. Or then you are a true disciple. It's not when you believe his teaching, it's actually when you hold to it. Then he goes, and then you'll know the truth and the truth will set you free. How do you get set free? Will you become a true disciple? How do you become a true disciple? Will you hold to his teaching? How you hold to his teaching? You believe it. Yeah, exactly. Believe. (laughs) Hold. True. Free. Yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. I love how he said that. He said, if you abide in my word, if you live inside of my word, do you live in this thing? Anyone here live in this? (laughs) You need to live in it. You won't be a true disciple unless you do. And you won't be free unless you're true.
1: Wow, <laughs> <I> <laughs> it rhymed edge.
0: me. Did it? <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise. That's so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Um, Jesus, okay. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it talks about what? Love. Love. Love is...
2: Patient.
0: Oh. Um. Is it really?
2: <laughs>
0: <Next>. <laughs> love the first thing love is is what
2: patience
0: wow <laughs> patient you want to walk in love you want to learn love the first thing that 1 corinthians 13 says is it's patient love is patient and you know god is love so god is patient mm-hmm. and you're made in his image so you're patient that's that's the image of what you're created to be so are you patient did you know God is patient that's part of his character and that you need to learn patience in everything if someone would describe you in a sentence would they describe you as patient (laughs) it's hard hey would they describe me as patient am I a patient person you need to be that's the image of love Jesus. Jesus was so patient with everyone around him. He would get down on their levels and he would patiently endure with people for years when it seemed like they were barely getting it. Three years into the disciples' ministry with Jesus, Philip, one of the disciples, goes, Lord, can you show us the Father? (coughs) Jesus goes, Face palm. (laughs) He goes, Peter, I mean, Philip, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I've been saying that for three years straight, bro. But he's not frustrated. (laughs) He's just like, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He just, these guys weren't getting it. They were arguing over who's going to sit at the right hand in this physical kingdom they thought Jesus was about to bring in. They didn't realize he was bringing the spiritual kingdom. They were like, oh, crap, (laughs) Devo. You going to say something funny?
2: Yeah, I was just wondering. Do you think, this is a really good question and I've been sitting here thinking about it. Do you think God is patient in healing in a sense of like, because the way that I see him is that he wants to heal immediately. But then like when we talked about how Jesus, like last week we talked about the story where Jesus waited an extra two days because it was actually more beneficial sure. um, for everyone and then it actually had a, a better effect as well yeah. and it was a better testimony. Do you ever think like yeah. God would be patient in order to actually bless better like?
0: Wow, that's a good question. Um, I didn't think about that Lazarus one. That's a good point. The the example I see from Jesus overall is be healed and they were healed. Yeah. Like nine out of ten times, he says it, they get up with their mat and they walk home. It was instant. The The other only example I can think of is the ten lepers. They come up to him and he goes, go and wash yourself and show yourself to the priest. And it says, as they went, they were healed. Yeah. Cause they realized they were healed as so they were walking this way only one of them came back. Yeah. Okay. That's the only other example I can think where it actually took a bit of time. So, nine out of ten times it was instant. Yeah. Um. And I think G- the the example Jesus says for us in prayer is what you ask for, believing in my name, you will receive. It's not like a like a the way he says it doesn't seem like it's going to take a long a long time for him to say yes. Mm. I think he says yes straight away. I if suppose if thing. he
2: was gonna wait, like. So say he's healing through me, he would like be pretty clear about it. I'd say God would say, Don't go do that until next week or something. Do you I mean that like, would be
0: What do you mean by I don't that? know,
2: like I just guess like if Jesus Jesus waited two days for intent like with an intentional yeah. purpose. Yeah. And like, um I just felt like I had a word on my heart the other day for a friend of mine who is just kinda of, like coming back to seeking God a bit sure. And like I was like just driving home after last week and God just said, I'm gonna bring him home but um it's going to take a, a long time. And then when he does come home, his testimony is going to be so amazing because wow. there are so many people like him. Yeah. And I just texted him, I was like, just read that thing that we went through the other week at teaching that because I really think that's for you. Because I didn't want to be like, this is what, you know what I mean? I was like, if he spoke it to me, he'll, spoke it to him. he'll speak it to him. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know, I wonder if he's patient in healing and patient in salvation and like, yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah, for sure. Because wasn't Lazarus reason for waiting the two days was to show God's glory. Yeah. yeah. Let gl- it's not that confined
2: to like religiousness. and. That's not yeah,
0: right. exactly. So Rather than than Jesus waited... putting in.
2: off the healing, it's, it wasn't actually to put off the healing. It was no. always going to raise him. It was always
1: meant to be just to glorify God. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It's a good point. Like I I don't want to give an absolute... Like usually with this stuff, I'll give an absolute statement, but that Lazarus thing is actually making me think a fair bit. Mm. So I actually will say I'll mostly my answer is he he gives a yes when like because they that's the example that jesus sets and jesus reveals the father yeah so i would say nine out of ten times yes but unless there's some sort of special circumstance where it was like lazarus and he really wanted to teach the disciples to believe which is what he which is what he did which we looked at last week then perhaps he might delay it intentionally a day or two. I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing, but I don't I don't think he's in the in the business of letting people suffer more. Yeah. Like if there's an opportunity for someone to be healed, he's gonna say get healed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, yeah. It, Like possibly 100%. not in
2: suffering situations, I guess, like yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Well Lazarus was dead,
0: so he wasn't suffering. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but, but still was like Yeah, in a story. She's <laughs> like yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just threw me a
1: bit. But. Yeah, no,
0: that's good, it's a very good yeah. question. Cool. love your heart, that's good. <laughs> um, let's keep moving. Um, so yeah, Je- Jesus patiently endures with these like, um, tradies and these IRS workers for like three years. <laughs> you guys know the tradies and IRS workers? They're like guys working on ships and collecting taxes. That's what they would be equivalent. <laughs> I love how he just picks on. I'll never get over that. He could have asked the centurion to join his gang. You guys know the centurion? He was work- working in, uh, walking in like amazing faith. He could be like, bro, come follow me. You finally get it or the Syrophoenician woman, he could have asked her to come. She had amazing faith. But he chooses these guys that just don't get it. But they they endure. <laughs> when in John 6, Jesus preaches so ferociously and so hectically and so out of this world about if you want to follow him, you must eat his flesh and drink his blood that almost every single one of his disciples turns away and doesn't follow him anymore. That's how hard he preached. I think he was trying to get them to go home to be honest because he knew they weren't in there. <laughs> and then after they all leave, he turns to his 12 and he goes, you guys are going to leave too? They're like, no, you got the word to life. We're going to stick with you. They, they knew something about patience and perseverance. They weren't getting it, but they stuck with it. They, they unfortunately didn't hold through to the end when Jesus was arrested, but I think they did pretty good to last for three years. <laughs> um, anyway, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace. What's the next one? Patience. Jesus love is patient and the fruit of the spirit is patience if you walk with god you need to manifest patience there is no way around it it is his character and so it should be yours too long suffering slowly walking patiently enduring it's part of his character it's part of how this world is set up like i said before like god intentionally made this world to that Vegetables took a really long time to grow. A really long time to grow. Could he made them that you plant them in half an hour they pop up? Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but he did it. There's like there's like huge oak trees in California that have been around for like how many hundreds of years? Five hundred years? The thing's been growing for five hundred <laughs> years, a plant. That's insane. And like new mothers who have
1: to wait nine months before. Nine months, that. yeah. <laughs>
0: And then even when they are mothers, you're you're locked in for a two decade job. <laughs> that's a long time. Uh-huh. It's life really. A it's life. But, uh, that's true. Like two decades at best. Like they move out and you never hear from if you're them again. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? When 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 you work, you get long se- long service leave after how many years? Ten. 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 And your your parenting is at least double that. <laughs> that's crazy. it's about fifty
2: times oh. higher.
0: Yeah. 100%. I'm looking forward to parenting. <laughs> no,
2: it's a bliss.
0: Oh, I
1: know. I will Kathy's like, you I spiritual grandchildren. They're awesome, but they're hard.
0: If you are walking according to the Spirit, so the fruit of the Spirit is patience, right? If you're walking according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh, then you should be walking patience. Don't let, this, don't let this condemn you, but let it inspire you. Let it inspire you to be like, you know what? I'm just going to chill. We're such rushes. We're such like, now, 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 now. <laughs> How about you just go after it with the same intensity, but with an understanding of patience and perseverance. <laughs> intensity is good. You're just impatient. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You, you guys need to have a good acceptance of the process, process that things take, that, that, that things need to take in life. Like if you want to get to know someone, you can't rush it. Like if you just started dating someone, you want to try and like speed date them to like, come on, let's just catch up and get really good friends really quickly. Friendships aren't big like <laughs> that. They never are. The only way you can have a good friend is just over a long period of time doing things together. There's no, there's no shortcuts. You guys notice that? The entirety of life is built around this idea good things take time good things take time and here's another one if you're looking right now for a husband or a wife are you looking for someone who's already gone through the process does that make sense they've already walked through all this stuff and they're like way more mature now so now I don't have to deal with all that crap so yeah I'm interested in you so many people do that I swear you're not looking for someone who God is highlighting to you. You're looking for someone who's like, less work for you. <laughs> because you're trying to skip the process. You don't want to go through the hurt, the pain, the issues that you see that are there. You don't have to deal with that crap. You want to, you want to skip that just have the bliss times when things are dealt with, issues are done, done and dealt with in the past. Sorry, you will not develop a deep relationship like that. It's impossible. It's funny, when you actually engage with someone and go... I'm here for you. We're going to sort this out together and it takes a really, really, really long time. Trust, depth, and intimacy is built in those moments more than anything. Through the hard stuff. It's not fun, but it's, it's deep. I, are you looking for someone who skipped the process or are you looking for someone who God has highlighted to you no matter where they are on their journey so that you can lovingly lead them with patience to their God-written destiny? If you're looking for someone to get married to that's what you should be looking for who god's highlighting to you that you can lead um do you guys expect everyone around you to just get everything that you're telling them straight away because i've definitely dealt with this i get sometimes like things click for me really really easily and so i just expect everyone for them to click sorry i expect everyone to get them really easily just like i do it's funny, I'm really bad at practical stuff and Amber is really, really good at practical stuff. (laughs) And sometimes we, um, that's Amber up there if you don't know, by the way. Um, Sometimes I'm doing something and she goes, like, what are you doing? Like, that's, that's not the way that you do that. That's not how you light a candle. That's not how you clean that. That's not how you change the bin. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh crap, sorry. I'm just an idiot with practical stuff. And she used to tell me over and over and over and over again there's some things that she's told me so many times and it just hasn't clicked for me yet
1: <laughs> it
0: just hasn't clicked for me yet so she has to be patient with me that I'm not good at practice I'm good at theology alright just give me a book of theology I'll be sweet but don't ask me to light a candle it's just alright <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't grow up that way <laughs> it's all I know I'm learning okay patience perseverance okay um Just as you don't pray for something once and move on, you need to constantly direct and guide people over time until they reach their destination. That's how we're going to build an amazing community. It's not by quick wins. I pray for you and you're fine, you're sweet, you're healed, and it's all good. Move on. No, I'm going to build my relationship with you slowly over time. Jesus. Okay. You are always made to learn and walk in patient perseverance, especially when you feel like you're making no progress. You guys know when you go on like an airplane and you go overseas mm-hmm. and it's just like,
1: yeah.
0: I'm seven hours into this and it feels like the planes move from here to there yeah. on the screen. It's like, yeah. patiently waiting, patiently waiting. Are we making any progress at all? But then eventually the plane does land and you do get off and you have a ride at your destination. But so many, like, maybe that's a bad example. You know mm-hmm. when they to, before planes, what do they have to do? Catch a boat. Not catch a boat, but, is that right? Catch yeah. a boat? <laughs> get on a boat. Sail a boat. <coughs> Sail a <sailor> boat. <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs>
1: do you know how long that would take?
0: Months. Months. Do you know what you see every day? Water. <laughs> 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 For months and months and months. We're not making any progress. I haven't seen land in months. I've not. I've there's no food, there's no animals, what are we doing? Where are we going? But you're making progress. If you zoomed out and watched it from Google Earth, you'd be able to see the, the things actually moving. You just gotta trust the fact that you're on the right path. Does anyone feel like they are a little bit stuck in their relationship with God? Like they're just not really moving as fast as I want, or like I don't really know where I'm going, or whatever. If you're on the right path with Jesus as in like if you're on the path of Jesus that is the right path so many people I just want to say to you just keep going you don't have to do anything different mm. you're looking for a new revelation you're looking for a new style of prayer you're looking for a new theology you're looking for a new preacher a new thing new season new miracle new whatever mm. the only thing you actually need to do is hold to your confession you haven't seen it come yet I know that <laughs> but you just need to hold on right? <coughs> Dig deep in your heart, in your guts, find strength, have, per- have perspective, believe in the words of God, hold to them and never give up. You have no idea how much breakthrough will come if you just follow those simple things. You have no idea. You just never stop. There's something, I don't know what it is about it, but something super spiritual and powerful about never giving up. It's a spiritual law. I don't get how it all works, to be honest. I can't explain it all. (laughs) I just know that it does work, and that God says to do it. These things in the Word of God, they are yours. So make them yours, and don't change for anyone else. Don't change for me, don't change for another preacher, don't change for your boyfriend, your girlfriend, don't change for the church, change for no one. You hold on, you walk, and God will guide you where you're wrong. Because you do have stuff that's wrong. I have stuff, I have stuff that's wrong. He tells me all the time, I've got stuff that's wrong. I don't claim to have it all right. <laughs> he says in um, Philippians 3, Paul writes, and on any of these issues, if you think otherwise, Holy Spirit will tell you about it. Did you know that? <laughs> you just go. You just walk. You just start. Just st- don't stop procrastinating. If you've got a business idea, Register the domain name, just get started. Just start blogging. I don't know what your thing is. Start going to the gym, start exercising, start eating healthy, start going to uni. Just start. You'll make progress, I promise. All right, here's some scriptures, then we're done. Did you guys know that almost every single New Testament letter has at the end of it a call to perseverance? Almost every single one finishes with stand there. And don't ever give up. Do you know why they all wrote that? It's because they, they had seen it. People started well and they didn't finish the race. So they fi- the final thing of a letter is an important thing. The last scene of a movie is an important scene of a movie, right? You don't finish on a bad scene of just like someone sitting on the couch watching TV. That's boring. You finish on the most epic, like people getting together, have a letter after the end. You finish on the best part. So what do they finish their letters on? Don't ever give up. Don't ever stop. Ephesians six, thirteen. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. The armor of God is so you can actually stand there. Stand on what you said. Stand on the word of God. Stand and don't move and having done all, to stand firm. See, once you've done everything that you can, do you know what you do? Stand there. That's what the Bible says. Once you've done it all, you've believed, you've prayed, you've trusted God, you've got your armor on, you're believing it. It's still not going away, Nathan. Nath. Stand there. Stand and don't move. Verse 18, a few verses down later. Keep alert with all perseverance, Making supplication for all the saints. Be aware that stuff's going to come against you. Keep alert. Keep your mind switched on with all perseverance. Colossians four two, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. Continue steadfastly in prayer. Somewhere else, Paul says, "Pray always. Never stop praying." Second <clears throat> Thessalonians three thirteen, as for you brothers, do not grow weary in doing good. I like that one. Do not grow weary in doing good. You're going to get tired. Find strength in him. Don't ever stop. 1 Timothy 4.16 Keep a close watch on yourself and on the teaching. Persist in this, for by doing so you will save both yourself and your hearers. How is he going to save both himself and his hearers? Keeping watch over himself and persisting in that. Believing and persevering. James 5, 7 to 8. Be patient, therefore, brothers, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. See that whole farming analogy? See how he waits for the precious fruit of the earth? He waits a long time. You know, banana trees take like seven years to make fruit? What the heck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> seven
0: years! Something like that. Uh, it may not be seven years, but it's definitely years. <laughs> So you plant it, and then seven years later, you eat it. That's insane. I can't even imagine a world like that. (laughs) See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, being patient about it, until it (coughs) receives the early and the late rains. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. 1 Peter 5.12 I have briefly written to you, exhorting and declaring that this is true, that this is the true grace of God. Stand firm in it. 2 Peter 3, 17. You therefore, beloved, knowing this beforehand, take care that you are not carried away with the error of lawless people and lose your own stability. And this is my favorite one, the last one. Galatians 6, 9. Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Let us not grow weary of doing good. For in due season, we will reap if, if we do not give up. That's the only way you reap, if you don't give up. I heard this story once from Dan Mola. He's like a, he's a bit of a gardener and he was planting seeds. And he expected the seeds to come out by a certain day because they usually come out between seven and nine days. It had been like fourteen or something. I can't remember the, exact de- the details. And he goes, maybe these seeds are dead. Maybe they're maybe they're not working. Maybe they're just like, I don't know. It's just not happening. they see seeds like they're just bad seeds or something like that. So he reached in to see the seeds, and they were just about to break through, break the surface of the soil, and start growing. Mm-hmm. But he digged them- He he dug them up and broke the roots. Mm-hmm. And he said, the spirit of the Lord came over him at that moment, and he said. My people do this all the time. They, act, they, they think the seed is bad. No, 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 no. The seed is good. You're believing right. You have the right perspective. You just gave up too quickly. You have little faith. Remember how Jesus says that to the, the disciples and they couldn't cast out the, the demon? Little meant brief.
1: Mm.
0: You have brief faith. When Peter was walking on the water towards Jesus, did he start walking on the water? Yes. Then what happened? He took his eyes off Jesus. And Jesus picks him up and goes, you have little faith. He had faith to walk in the water. He proved it. He was actually doing it. That blows my mind. It wasn't just Jesus. It was Peter too. And Peter used that as the example to go, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come to you. How crazy is that? He used that as the... Because they wasn't sure if it was Jesus or not. And he got out and he started walking and he saw him. But then his eyes got taken off. He goes, oh crap, what? wind and the waves where's his focus now mm-hmm. on the fear on the danger I can't be doing this, I shouldn't be doing this he started to sink <laughs> did Jesus want him to keep on walking 100% yes but he picks him up you have little faith, you started good you really did start well but you didn't continue, you took your eyes off me that's why you sank that's why you were, walked away from me Let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. Guys, don't ever give up. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on to His teaching. You might feel like you're making absolutely no progress whatsoever. That's very normal. You might feel like you're walking backwards, but you need to stay holding on to His teaching, believing you're on the right path. Then one day you look back and you go, Oh yeah. I've walked five thousand kilometers. Thank you, Jesus. Then <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say something? Yeah, I
2: just wanna ask. What happens when you, you 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 know you have to keep moving forward or persevering, but things around you are so monumentally difficult that what advice would you have to overcome that? What seems like a huge mountain in front of you, but you know you have to persevere. But the huge mountains and obstacle, you know. Yeah. But what? What would you advise to do?
0: Well that that's yes. like those that's like those passages I was just reading out a second ago on holding to perseverance in the midst of trials. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So when the trials come, what do you do? You rejoice in the suffering, knowing that it's producing inside of you because you have the correct perspective a perseverance oh, yeah. which is completely priceless and invaluable. There's no other way you can learn perseverance. It's like
1: they want to Charles, James, so you have to count all joy that's what I'm talking joy. about oh, 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 yeah.
0: James chapter 1 2 all to four yeah count, count, count all joy my brothers when you face trials of various kinds count it all joy it's an amazing privilege that you're going through the only way you can grow muscle is by having resistance at the gym right no other way or well, not at the gym just resistance in general right <laughs> it's the only way you can ever grow muscle so the only way you can ever grow perseverance is having resistance. If everything you said came immediately to pass, then you would never grow perseverance. Mm. You'd become a lazy (laughs) millennial who just expects everything at the click of their fingers, which is sometimes how we are. What did you say, Sam? It's like magic, then. Yeah, exactly. There's a a perseverance in it. Even when Jesus cursed the fig tree in Mark chapter 11, they came back the next day and it was withered. It's Crazy. Jesus. We want instant shipping, Nathan, you know what I mean? Sorry? We want instant shipping. <laughs> exactly. Exact We're becoming more and more impatient. Right. But you're, you're going to stick out amongst the crowd if you actually learn this lesson of how to persevere. Because relationships are falling apart because people don't know how to persevere through trials. Work is falling apart because people don't know how to persevere through not making any sales for a couple of months. All these things are falling apart because we haven't learned patience and perseverance. That's the only way. To get, to get what you want is to, is to persevere in your belief. You might feel like you're making no progress, but I can tell you, and I promise you, if you're on the Jesus path, you are making progress. You can't always see it, just like you can't see a tree grow. Like I said, you can't go outside and watch the grass grow. It doesn't work that way. But after three weeks, you realize it's grown, because it's growing so slowly sometimes and you just can't see it. The kingdom of God is like a seed, right? starts off really small and grows up to be a humongous tree that birds can build nests in. Trees grow slow. Trees take time. They need watering, they need food, they need sunlight. It's just how it is. (laughs) Jesus, don't don't expect immediate results all the time. Yes, when you're casting out a demon, you want it to go straight away. I'm not saying persevere with that for years. That thing should go straight away. That's the example that Jesus (laughs) set. In other areas of your life, walking in maturity, walking like walking like him, persevering in prayer, not seeing something come to pass. You hold and you don't move. You hold and you don't move. Don't listen to all the amazing testimonies of instant miraculous healing on YouTube and expect everything in your life to follow that exact pattern. You'll, you'll potentially get a lot, you'll get very hurt buy that stuff if you let it speak to you as that's how God works, that's how God works, that's how God... Yes, he He does do that, he did do that, and he can do that, for sure. But often, things take a very, very long time. Kathy? And you don't know how long they were trying for before they actually... Six exactly. Like, I, I think about my own life, like, I had a, I had an immediate, instant, crazy, God filled me up in, like, it was, it was between 24 and 48 hours. It was that, that kind of period... I went from like dead to alive. It was so instant, mm. but then I look back and I go, hang on a second there. There was about 50,000 seeds So along the way. <laughs> there was a lot of prayer, a lot of tears, a lot of people praying for me, like hanging out with me and seeing no results. Like my brother would hang out with me, share with me stuff about Jesus. And I'd just be like, eh. uh-uh. for months, kept doing it, kept praying. And it, even I went and hung out with people that were like teach me all this stuff. I didn't get it for ages. For months I didn't I didn't know this I said but I just kept doing it I just kept going I was like it's gonna happen someday, I guess then next minute Kyrie Blake Simon on YouTube I just get smashed by the Holy Spirit <laughs> it was crazy but that that wasn't an instant same, same with Ben Ben you got healed immediately from depression anxiety suicidal mm. stuff all that sort of stuff but there was like a whole an amazing forest of seeds sown by your parents, by like the church that we went to, like all the stuff that you read in the Bible, that was all in there, that was in your heart. And then you had the right perspective, and faith just went and it just became this humongous tree immediately. People go, I want that straight away. It's like, well, do you? Because that took a long time to prepare, <laughs> to be honest. Sometimes it just goes that way, you know? Jesus. Believe in God, believe his words, and don't ever give up. You're, you're, go- you're going to want to give up. That's why I'm, I'm speaking so hard on this topic. You are going to want to give up. Yesterday, I decided before I went to bed, I'm going to get up at 5am, and I'm going to start my day like that. I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to do my thing, I'm going to, you know, whatever. And I woke up at 5am, and I was like... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you know when that happens? Every single day. I never want to go at 5am. No one does. But I do it every day anyway. Because I'm committed to making little bits of progress every day so I can make I can achieve my long term goals and generally <clears throat> can ever do it. Little bit each day. A ritual. A pattern. Every single day. Habits, forming habits out of it. A
1: mm.
0: little bit each day. You read a little bit of the Bible each day, you read the whole thing in two years. I did that. I read one chapter each day when I was like twenty years old. I did that for two and a half years and then I finished it. Not doing that to both. I just, I didn't even try to read the whole thing. Did read it really. in order? Like, yeah, I did, chapter actually. Cover. Yeah, so,
1: hey, one Chapter David, cover, cover.
0: Yeah, I recommend not doing that because it was like, <laughs> I had no idea what the Old Testament was talking about. <laughs> and I was like, this is, I don't like this. And, but then when I go to the New Testament, that's when I really liked it. So, <laughs> but now I feel like I can go back and read the Old Testament and be like, yeah, I get it now because the New Testament stuff. There's
1: a lot of stuff in the New Testament
0: that really makes the Old Testament jump ahead. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the point is that a little bit each day goes a long way. <laughs> um, yeah. All of hell is going to come against you when, you when you have faith and perseverance. And even lots of people are going to come against you as well. How come you're still sick? How come you haven't seen you answer prayer, to prayer yet? What's wrong? Why aren't you going to the doctor? Why are you doing this? Why, why are you still believing that? Dude, you've got to use wisdom sometimes. Like You're not walking in wisdom right now. All this stuff that people come out with, trying to stop you from persevering. See, your theology is wrong. If it was right, God would have shown up by now. Lies. Opportunities for the flesh so you can go, oh yeah, maybe it is. And you turn away and you stop persevering. You must stay true to your calling, true to yourself and true to the words Jesus spoke. He wasn't lying, so don't start second guessing yourself when you don't see a manifestation in the way that you expect. You hold to his words, you find strength in him, and you push in and press on. Quitters never win, and winners never quit. Anyone here want to be a winner? Yeah. 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 <laughs> that doesn't sound like it. Yes, I want to win. I want to win. That's how sport teams speak, don't they?
1: Yeah.
0: Athletes speak. Yeah. I'm going to win. That's what they say. True. And if they, if they are serious, if they are serious athletes, they all speak like that, they all have that mindset. There's no way you can compete in sport right now if you don't have that mindset. Impossible, because everyone has that mindset. I will win, I will be the best. Everyone's going hard at it like that. They all know this, they all know this stuff, guys. Christians don't know it. <laughs> get serious, get keen, get fired up, be strong, speak it. And develop habitual patterns every single day to keep you on that path. Consistently walking, walking, walk. Set an alarm on your phone at 9:30 a.m. each day <coughs> to read the verse of the day of the Bible. Done. It's gonna take you 30 seconds. It's a habitual thing. And after a year, you will know so much scripture, it's ridiculous. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's not that hard. You just gotta be consistent with it. <coughs> It might sound lame but it's true you were born to live sorry <laughs> <laughs> you were born to win at life through jesus you were you're not born to be a loser an average person just yeah just an my average christian life just doing my thing no not your destiny
1: mm.
0: not your destiny not your potential you have so much potential inside you all of you do doesn't matter how old you are doesn't matter what you've been through i don't care you all have potential kathy and he actually determined that before the collision of the world. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And you, you know what, when you, when you ask a kid what they want to be when they grow up, what do they say? I want to be an astronaut, I want to, I you know, I want to be a fireman, I want to be a pilot, I want to be a soccer player, I want to be a superhero, I want to be a power ranger. Oh, shit. What happens when you ask a 15 year old, yeah I might go to uni. <laughs> <laughs> I,
1: might,
0: I might study teaching, sounds like a good job. Okay. What happens when you ask an adult, yeah I just work in the office nine to five. Imagine if you asked a kid what they wanted to do when they were younger And they go, yeah, i will probably just work in an office somewhere you know, that, that would <laughs> shock me if I heard a kid say that Because kids think without limits They imagine things They don't think it's un- unrealistic But the world teaches you, oh, should you be safe here? Make sure you have a fallback option <laughs> That is kind of dying right now They say, I want to be Batman Can I be Batman, please? That's what, that's what kids say Hell can no. yeah! you can be Batman. Yeah, you can.
2: Really? Disneyland. There you go.
0: The point is, dream <laughs> big.
2: <laughs>
0: you'll find a way. You want it hard enough, you'll find a way to be Batman. You <laughs> Christian Bale with Batman. You'll no, pay, pay for it. You'll pay a lot of money to <laughs> be Batman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Last sentence of the talk Never, ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever let go. And never, ever, 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 (laughs) ever, ever ever give up. up.
2: Ooh.
0: (laughs) Read my mind. The kingdom of God and everything in it is yours. The kingdom of God and everything in it is yours. It's the Father's good pleasure to what? Give you the kingdom. Everything is already yours, Paul says. The kingdom of God and everything in it is yours. Does anyone here believe that?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sure? Yeah. Yes.
0: The whole kingdom of God is yours. Wow. The kingdom of God and everything in it is yours. But only to those who believe with all faith and never stop believing. Any questions?
2: That was so good. <laughs> that was a, that was a good little you know, end thing that you were talking about before. That was awesome.
0: Which one was that? You know,
2: you don't end the movie with
0: yeah. something crappy. Oh <laughs> thanks, I so the best I to last. Laugh. <laughs> thanks, Sarah. Thanks for the encouragement. <laughs> Any questions? Comments? You guys all get get the point of the talk right. <laughs> I said it five billion times. Yes, that was inspirational. Inspirational. Mm. Mm. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Seriously, guys, if it like the the practicality of how this works is daily habitual patterns. That's it. Mm. Find something to do, a little thing to do, every single day. Don't overwhelm yourself. Just start with something. The, the point is not how much you do, the point is consistency. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You're not trying to get more faith. You're trying to make your faith, whatever you have, you, you've been given the measure of faith. You're trying to make that faith last. Mm -hmm. Don't go up and down all over the place. Change this, change that. Consistent, daily, pattern, habitual habits. I mean, habitual habits makes no sense but you know what I'm saying. (gasps) Jesus. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you guys. Love you. Bless you. you. Peace. See you next week.